Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Stuck back for Arfield. What a volley! Scott Arfield! He's been threatening that recently. And all the Burnley players run to the Darwin end. Oh, what a goal! What a goal from Robbie Blake! Burnley's first goal in the Premier League is something very, very special. Wade Elliott has that change of pace and he's got away from Montgomery. It's the path of McCann and the follow-up finds the net. What a strike from Wayne Elliott! A bolt from the Clarendon Blue! Oh goodness me! What a goal from Patterson! If that is to be the one that takes them to Wembley, you cannot argue with that! Pure quality! Here goes Mike Conroy. Still time for a winner, maybe. John Francis! They came to York in their thousands. They're going home as champions. I mean, if there's any justice in the world, Burnley would surely score from this corner. Swung right in there. Ball in there. Yeah! Michael Kennan! Oh, that's Come justice! On! That is justice! And they have experience. Burnley are level and deserve to be. Hello everybody and welcome back to the Turfcast podcast pre-game show with me, Joe Redman, ahead of this weekend's return to the turf. Um, obviously the first game we've played back at the turf since um, a day that none of us want to relive, so I won't mention it, but since the end of last season anyway. Obviously no friendlies at home this season, of course the first first game in the league what was away from home. So this is the first time any of us have been back to the turf, so we're really, really looking forward to it. Well I am, I'm really looking forward to it and obviously... Friday has made me want even more because of how good it was uh, against Huddersfield Town. Admittedly, they were poor, but we were very, very good as well. Uh, but it's looting up next. That's another good marker, I think. It's going to give us another good marker of where we're at 
Um, because Huddersfield, yes, they were the last season's playoff finalists, but they lost two of the best players. They lost the manager. They was in disarray. Um, well, I think I'm doing Burnley a bit of a disservice. I know I am, but I'm just trying to keep it all, you know, a bit level-headed and my feet on the ground and stuff. Don't want to get carried away too early. It's one game. Um, but like I said, Luton's another good marker because they're a good side and they're a different style as well. They'll... I, I, I don't want to say bully because I know I know the negative connotations to that. We all hated it when we were labelled like that. But they're a different style. They'll pump balls into the box and they'll test us and they'll press us high up the pitch and try and force mistakes. And this young defence could crack under that. So it's going to be a really, really good marker um, to see what kind of level we're at at the minute. And then you were following that on with a very, very, very tough game. Uh, away at Watford. Um, so these next two games are going to give us a really, really good indicator of, of where we're at. But so far, so good. All the new players have come in. I was impressed with, obviously, Ian Martson, who got the goal. Very impressed with Cullen. Um, in, just speaking about new players, now impressed with Twine when he came on. Impressed with Bastien all the way throughout the game. Goalkeeper Murich, obviously, no, no shot on target, so I didn't really have much to do, but looked comfortable on the ball. Um, and I think I speak for every Burnley fan that it would give me a bit of a heart attack when he would just pass it around and like, what is he doing? But obviously, I understand that that's something we're going to get used to now, isn't it? Um, and of course, very good performances from Jack Cork and Charlie Taylor as well. Um, so I'm very, very happy with what I've seen so far. Yes, it's one game. Um, we didn't look amazing in pre-season, but I've never really looked too much into that. Um, it's just all about minutes in the legs in pre-season, is it? Isn't it? So... Yeah, Luton's going to give us a very, very good marker. And we've not played Luton since 2007, I saw a stat today. That's a long time ago. You could see, I was going to try and work it out how many years ago it was, but I just thought, nah, I'm too tired. I'm recording this at half 10, 20 to 11. I've still got to edit it, stick it out for you. So I'm tired. I'm not going to try and do any maths. But the point I'm trying to make is we haven't played them for so long. Obviously, we're not going to know anything about Luton, really. So, as usual, with the pre-game show, let's bring in a Luton fan to give us a lowdown on this weekend's opponents. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Right, and just like that, we are joined by Bill from Ork Rotato, of course, a Luton fan. I do, mate. You all right? Yeah, doing well, thank you. Um, yeah, a, a positive enough start to the season from, from us and, and uh, an even better start to the season from you boys. Yeah, well, we're obviously very impressed. Not necessarily with the, the scoreline. I feel like the scoreline could have been better, should have been better uh, for the dominance that we had, but we'll get into that. I do want to talk about your opening day, though, because I was going to go along the lines of you'd probably be disappointed with that. It's Birmingham at home, Birmingham, one of the favourites to to potentially get relegated. I've seen a lot of people tipping you for top six, some people even tipping you for top two. So you would have thought Birmingham at home were a, a, a potential three points. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting one because, as you say, they're, they're tipped to, to go down this season. Um, you can tell that by the way they, they set up. Um, yeah. Defensively, they, they do look quite strong. Trusty's come in. Um, Mark Roberts has been sort of a championship stalwart for quite some time. And Dion Sanderson also coming in. Three very good defenders that, that I imagine could bail them out of a few um, attacking problems that they're going to have this season, which... If, if the first game of the season is going to go, um, I think that's a, a common theme that, that we might see with Birmingham this season. 
Um, but yeah, John Eustace as well, new manager. There's there's been all this yeah. off the field noise about Birmingham, which is um, you know, w- which will be damaging to a football club. Which is why I think that that there is a lot of talk of them potentially going down. But I think they might be all right um, if they can continue to add um, at the top end of the pitch, like they they potentially could be doing. Then I'm sure that they'll be all right. But from a from a Luton perspective, we dominated the ball. Uh, something we didn't really do last year. We were a lot more direct. Um, we, we sort of used the, the physicality of Jerome and, and Elijah Adebayo quite a lot and the pace of Harry Cornick. Um, still played good football at times, but it was it was a more direct style of play. But this season, if pre-season and the first game of the campaign is anything to go by, looks like we're going to be p- trying to play through the thirds a little bit more um, try and build up possession. We've, we've got some real technicians that we've added to the squad. Luke Freeman looked very, very good. Um, Jordan Clark, who's been at the club for 18 months now. We got him from Accrington Stanley. Uh, I think he was 26 years old when he came and there was sort of no real expectation of him becoming you know, one of our most integral players. Um, but he, he's done that. He was absolutely outstanding on the opening day, playing in an unfamiliar, more deeper central midfield role and um, something that not many Luton fans would have come to expect. And then forward line, Colton Morris looks looks very promising. Elijah Adebayo didn't have his best game at the weekend, but once those two are fit and firing and, you know, linking up to sort of the potential that they've got, I'm sure it will be a, a good sight for us Luton fans. Yeah, fingers crossed for you boys. Um, going back to Burner though, of course, you mentioned, you know, we had a good start. I've not sure if you watched it or not, but obviously a lot's been made about, about Burnley's starts of the season, the different style of play, different manager, new players, uh, Cullen, you know, coming in and playing very, very well. Ian Markson coming in and playing very, very well. Uh, young lad, Dora Costello, he came in and did okay. What were your thoughts on Burnley on the opening day? Because it's very strange to see Burnley dominate the ball. I know you said it's similar for similar position for Luton at the minute. But, you know, we had 70% possession, about 15 shots, eight on target. We, did, we just didn't see that for the last six years. But it's a completely different style of play. What do you make of it? Yeah, well, I watched that first game of the season and I didn't really know what I wanted to happen because obviously Huddersfield knocked us out of the, the playoffs yeah. last year. But then we, we've got... Obviously, we've got you coming up, so we didn't really. Well, personally, I didn't really know what to what to make, but yeah, just from the onset, it, it was a must have been an exciting watch for for you, Burnley fans, because the way the way that you pressed, the way that um, you know you dictated the tempo, especially in midfield areas, Cullen, um, you know, when he when he was in the Championship last, looked at an exciting prospect. Of course, gone over to Anderlecht and, and continued his. Uh, progression and has come back into the championship now and looks a top top player um really really good movement off the ball very very uh, very intelligent off it as well um yeah something that i think is, is going to be a common theme uh, as we said before burnley didn't really dominate possession in the premier league it's gonna um gonna change basically i think um 70 possession or whatever it was it was yeah an outstanding start to uh, to the campaign and as you said before um, probably not an, as many goals as you deserved uh, you completely tore apart a, a team that, that finished as uh, playoff finalists last season which I know they've, they've lost two of their key players they've lost their manager but I don't think they're as bad as people are trying to make out um, I just think Burnley did an exceptional job on them and yeah I'm, I'm a little bit anxious going into this one 
What do you make of the appointment of Vincent Company? Of course, big name for the championship, or big big name across world football, really. But still, quite you know, you know wet behind the ears in terms of management. Do you think it's a, a bit of a risky appointment, or do you think it's a clever one? I think it's definitely it'll definitely come with its risks. Um, of course, a very intelligent footballing mind. Uh, of course, being that close to Pep Guardiola, being captain of Manchester City. Um, the, the way he played the game, it's no surprise that he's come into management this early and, and he's got a good job this early. I think he, he will be a, a, be a success, but of course, it, as we say, it does come with its risks. Um, but then at the same time, drawing a, a good relationship with Manchester City can only be beneficial to the football club. Um, yeah, it's an interesting one. I think it's a great start. It'd be interesting to see if that, that can sort of translate at home. Um, Luton naturally are going to be a high pressing side so it'll be interesting to see how um, his style of football fares up against the side that will press high and look to force mistakes mm. but if you, if you can come through the first two tests of, of playing a, a team that finished in the playoffs uh, finished as playoff finalists and a team that finished play, uh, playoff semi-finalists dominating the football and you know coming through them at ease then I'm sure it can be a, a real positive season for Burnley yeah, and of course, Watford the week after as well. So three tough games for Burnley to start off with. So if, if we come out of that with nine points, I don't think any Burnley fan would uh, have, have envisioned that at the start of the season, no matter how positive we are at the minute. I think a lot of us thought it was going to be a slow start, you know, nine new players, 11 players leaving, new manager. Um, but, you know, we've only had three points so far. We've got two tough games coming up, so let's not get ahead of ourselves. I do want to talk about loot, and obviously, um, I know you mentioned your style briefly. Let's go into it a little bit more, because, of course, last season... A little bit more direct, as you said. I remember seeing a few reports labelling you as the bully boys of the championship. That's made me a little bit anxious for this week because I'm thinking Luton are going to go direct, pump some balls into the box, and maybe the new keeper and some of the, the young defensive lads won't be able to handle that. But you've sort of like said you've got a high press as well. You're trying to play between the thirds a little bit more. So what sort of style can we expect Luton uh, to play this weekend? Yeah, I can imagine it reverts more back to a direct style of playing, maybe not as direct as we've seen last year, but the fact that we're going to be playing a team like Burnley, that of course, yeah, youthful defence, um, you know, a, a team that will try and dominate the ball. I think um, Luton saw some joy last season away against teams that like to dominate possession. We saw a lot of success against uh, sort of Swansea, um, Coventry as well, where we went a little bit more direct and, you know, when you've got a player like Elijah Adebayo, you've got Colton Morris next to him as well. You've got sort of the creativity just behind them of, of Luke Freeman. It's quite an interesting one because it, it really does make you think of how we are going to play. Last season, it was um, pretty much set in stone. We had um, Cornet going off Adebayo. Um, we did vary up our, our attack and play a fair bit, but that was sort of the, the main pipeline of our success was, was Adebayo's physicality and, and Cornick sort of playing off that um, had the creativity of Snodgrass, which also helped in that, that respect. And um, yeah, this season as well, losing some, a ball playing centre-back like Cal Naismith, I think a, a pointer that we could have gone more direct than we have this season. But then we've also got Jordan Clark playing in a deeper role. We've got Luke Freeman, who can always looking to pick up the ball, finding pockets of space and, and splitting the defence. So, yeah, I think that's the, the good thing this season. Um, last year, we, we recruited athletes, people that will compete off the ball, will yeah. have the better of their opponent. This season, we've added more technical players and players that will be able to split open defences like Corley Woodrow, mentioned Freeman there, Louis Watson as well. When he gets up to speed, I'm sure he'll be an exciting prospect. Um, 
today we've just added John McAtee, who's gone straight to straight back to Grimsby, which um, yeah, I think that he's going to be an exciting signing. But another pointer of the intent that that Jones is trying to add more more ball playing um, midfielders that that can play through the lines and, and cause problems that way. So yeah, in terms of style of play, it's going to be difficult to to really give you an answer here and now. Um, I think for for us Luton fans, it's going to be um, it's going to be interesting to see how how Jones appro- approaches this. I think there's scope for us to to try and match the way Burnley play in terms of uh, positionally and stylistically as well. But at the same time, we might try and go down the as you said before bully boy route and, and try and take advantage of of a more youthful defence. Yeah, it'd be certainly be interesting to see a team come to Burnley and try and bully us after what we've watched Burnley do for the last six years, going to Anfield and bullying them, going to United and bullying them. So it will be interesting. It'll be interesting to see how the fans react as well, to see if anyone you know throws a few elbows in like Ashley Barnes has done for the last six years, because uh, we can't really complain, let's be honest. Um, I want to talk about your ambitions for this season as well, because last season, of course, finishing the playoffs, you know, unlucky to lose out, you know, could be in the Premier League now, you know, looting in the Premier League. It's one of them sort of like fairy tale stories, isn't it? You've had such a rise as well over the last 10 years. It wasn't that long ago you was in the conference. You won the conference in 2014, was it? Maybe 2013, I can't remember exactly. But now, obviously, knocking on the door of the Premier League, I've seen a few people predicting you to finish second. I think the lads at the Second Tier podcast, or one of them did, had Luton finishing second. What are your personal ambitions for this season? Where do you think you can finish? Yeah, again, it's a very, very interesting one. Of, of course, finishing sixth last season. Um, I think Luton fans have the right to believe that, that they can go even better than that in terms of finishing a little bit higher than sixth. Second, I still think it's a, a bit of a stretch, especially watching Burnley on the opening day. And I don't really want to give Watford too much credit, but yesterday that, that front three was was completely frightening. I think they'll sell most of them, to, well, a pair of them, to be fair, at least. I think I'm, I'm watching that thinking, oh, come on, Watford, please sell them. Yeah, yeah, I think you had the thoughts of the rest of the championship there. Um, yeah, it's a scary front three, but at the same time, I think um, Luton are, are getting to a point now where we've built on our position every every season for the last sort of six seven seasons we've, we've improved our position on the table um i think naturally it's led to high expectations for the season ahead but at the same time we're realistic about the championship about what it can what it can potentially hold and and seeing some of the teams um seeing some of the teams play on the opening day we do realize it's going to be tough to to even repeat the same fate to, to come sixth again will be a, a tr- tremendous achievement given our budget given you know what we've got at the football club given the resources um but because of this sort of fairy tale um, rise and because of Nathan Jones as a manager how demanding he is uh, sort of the proofs in the pudding as well it, it's happened before we've continued to rise up the up the divisions under Nathan Jones um yeah it's no it, it won't be a surprise if we do improve on our position but at the same time I don't think it will be uh, too much of a disappointment if we do finish just narrowly outside the playoffs. So, yeah, it's an exciting one for us Luton fans, but at the same time, I don't think we're we're too carried away thinking we're going to storm the league or we're going to come in the top two. I think um, majority of Luton fans are going to be realistic that that finishing, you know, fifth to tenth is, is still considered a good achievement. Yeah, of course, of course. Um, you mentioned a few players earlier when you were talking more about your style, but what sort of players should we be looking out for that can hurt us the most as Burnley fans? Um, I think Elijah Adebayo didn't have his best game against Birmingham. Um, I think 
Burnley were linked with him um, a while back as well. Um, a, a few Premier League teams were at the back end of last season. Um, but it's, it's no surprise. His, his physicality, his intelligence, he's a player that, you know, he's not just six foot four and will win headers and, and got the physical prowess to, to back that up. He's also really, really good with the ball at his feet. He, he's clever. He, he can run at defenders. He's got quick feet. Um, he brings a lot to the table. So if he's, you know, getting dominated in the air, he's, he's got another string to his bow. I think Luke Freeman as well. He was he was class during sort of the first first sixty minutes against Birmingham. Real exciting player that I think Nathan Jones will be able to get the best out of him if we can keep him fit. I think he's going to be a, a really really good addition. Um, mentioned Jordan Clark as well, playing in a slightly deeper role than the nice Luton fans have grown accustomed to. Uh, someone that that will pull the strings, similar to Cullen in a way. Um, watching watching. Yeah. Um, that game he's very 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 intelligent off the ball make sure that he'll always have a lot of time and space and little flicks he does the passes forwards um yeah i can i can see comparisons between those two um and then i guess colton morris as well he's come in look really really sharp um quite a selfish forward but in a positive way he's he, luton have uh have had a tendency not to take the shot when they've got a sight of goal, um, always look to, you know, sh shuffle to the left and, and try and take that extra touch. But Morris is somebody that will take a shot quick. Um, he knows what he's doing in front of goal. And I'm, I'm sure he's going to be one that, that will score a few goals for us this season. Um, and then I, I guess James Bree and Alfie Doughty on, as the wing backs as well, both very attacking. Doughty, somebody that, that will look to commit defenders, um, Acceleration-wise, progressive running, um, whereas Bree is, is more more incisive. He'll look more to, to break defences down with his passing, with his crossing. So, yeah, two sort of full-back, wing-backs that will offer different traits going forward. So, yeah, there's definitely this season. I think that the main thing is that the, the competition levels now are very, very high. Um we haven't really had that. We haven't. We've always had strong enough squads, but we've now got a real good championship squad. That pretty much, when we name our twenty-five man squad, all twenty-five are quality, good quality championship players, which I don't think we've had um, since we've been in the second tier. So, yeah, it's definitely a lot of threats that we've got now. Um, whether that that can translate and and cause a team like Burnley too many problems, we'll have to wait and see. But. I'll be going into to this game a lot more confident than than if it was last season. We were playing a top team. Yep, fair enough. Uh, time to get some predictions then. Um, obviously, we'll start off with the game itself this weekend. Uh, what sort of result do you think it's going to be? It's going to be a difficult one. I was, I was hoping um, coming into the season, I looked at Burnley away, second game of the season. I was, I, I was actually excited because I thought Burnley were going to do similar to, to Sheffield United where... They struggled at the start, but then picked up because of the quality they obviously possessed. Yeah, to be fair, that's that's what I predicted myself. I thought with all the new system, new players, I thought we'd start slowly, but we still might yet. You know, it's one game. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. It's one game. You can't really draw too many, especially with everything that's going on with Huddersfield as well. It's, it's quite difficult to determine actually how good of a result I, th I think that is. Um, but yeah, I think... Burnley 2-1 I'll go for as a result. I think it will be a tighter game. I think we'll give you more problems than Huddersfield did. Um, but ultimately, I think your quality might might prevail. And yeah, it'll be a good good championship fixture. But I think ultimately, Burnley might 
proved to be a bit too bit too powerful, a bit too uh, intelligent on the ball. Yeah, funnily enough, I've gone for 2-1 Burnley as well. I think we dominate possession so much against Huddersfield. If we can do that again, I think we can learn from our mistakes at the weekend where we didn't put the game to bed and hopefully get a second goal. But I do think you're going to take, or at least try and take advantage of the inexperienced back line, as you mentioned earlier, with your press or with your pumping the balls into the box. I think you will get some joy out of that. Um, so I think you'll score. But fingers crossed, obviously, Burnley for, for a, a 2-1 win. And as well, I want to get some of your championship predictions as well. It's still quite early in the season for for the first sort of like five, ten pre-game shows. I'm just going to ask people where they think, you know, their team will finish and where Burnley will finish. So, so where do you think the two teams will finish at the end of the season? Yeah, I mean, as you said before, um, Birmingham seemed like a really, really good opportunity for us to get on the board. Um, but at the same time, the performance was good enough to, to warrant um, me continuing to think that, that Luton will sneak into the playoffs again. I think we might grab sixth again. Um, I, again, it's, it's difficult because I'll be I'll be happy enough with that sort of fifth to tenth uh, yeah. range. But at the same time, we, we've sort of set ourselves high standards. Um, Nathan Jones will not be happy until you know everything's said and done. He'll be striving to finish as high as possible. Um, so yeah, I, I, I'm happy to. I'll be happy with fifth to tenth, but the, the Luton fan, the, the optimist in me, wants to wants to say fifth or sixth again. Uh, Burnley, I think, um, as you said, I had them to be, you know, the, the kind of team similar to to uh, Sheffield United last year, where they struggled at the start, maybe not with the style of play, but they struggled to get points on the board. But Burnley, who have proven so far in ninety minutes of football that they might not go down that route. I think looking from the the first two games, looking how how much they dominated a team that you know largely is still the same to, to um, the the team that finished as playoff finalists last season. Um, I think that the way you dominated them, um, looking at the other results, looking at the other performances, um, I, I'd go second. I'd go second. Um, yeah, the, you probably were the pick of the bunch, but I still think that, that there's going to be. A lot will happen during the season. I don't know. I don't know if I could justify saying top straight away, but yeah. Yeah, fingers, I'd, I'd rip your hand off a second, obviously. So I don't feel that. Like, who do you think is going to finish top out of interest then? I, it's, it's difficult because uh, I don't really want too many Luton fans to listen to this part. But if Watford can keep that front three, um, yeah, it's hard to look past them. Um, yeah. Dennis, Jao Pedro, and then, you know, Saar was probably you know, the worst out of the three yesterday. And that's still Ismail Lassar, who will be absolutely incredible this year. Um, I think they've still got bodies to, to um, add as well. They're still actively looking for a left-sided centre-back, which I think will be massive for them. Still looking to bolster their midfield. So I think that will that will probably put them in good stead to, to go on and, and enjoy a very good season. Um, yeah, I think Rob Edwards as well. I think he's a very, very good manager who will be backed by, by Watford. It's a, a new... New era for them, and as, as much as I don't want to say uh, Watford will go and, and win the league, I hope they don't, of course. But yeah, yeah, it's, it's hard to look past them at this stage. You're a better man than me, mate. I don't think I could ever predict Blackburn to win the league, no matter how good their <laughs> players were. But um, yeah, I do think I, I think Dennis and Saul will go if they keep hold of them and the amount of players that we've lost this season. I'll be very annoyed. 
not necessarily with Burnley, but just with the entire situation. Like, why couldn't we keep Corny or Dwight, for example? And yet they're they're keeping their players. Talking Ben Me were different because they were out of contract. Um, but that's it from me. Um, just before we do go, though, do you want to let everyone know where they can find all your Luton content, uh, just so they can digest it pre-match, or, or if they want to keep up to date with Luton throughout the season? Yes. Um... Yeah, of course, we are at Oak Road Hatter on Twitter, um, oakroadhatter.com, our website as well. Um, yeah, as we say, we, we'll be doing pre-match stuff for, for this game and beyond the, the rest of the season, um, podcasts and, and written content as well. So, yeah, take take a look and and hopefully we can we can get some good content out ahead of this game and, and after it as well. Yeah, nice one, mate. Thank you for coming on Turfcast. It's been a pleasure. Perfect. Thank you. Back for Arfield. 1-0 Scott Arfield. He's been threatening that recently. And all the Burnley players run to the Darwin end. Oh, what a goal. What a goal from Robbie Blake. Burnley's first goal in the Premier League is something very, very special. Wade Elliott has that change of pace and he's got away from Montgomery. It's the path of McCann and the fire finds the net. What a strike from Wade Elliott. A bolt from the Claret and Blue. Oh, goodness me! What a goal from Patterson! If that is to be the one that takes them to Wembley, you cannot argue with that. Pure quality. I mean, if there's any justice in the world, Burnley would surely score from this corner. Swung right in there. Ball in there. Yeah! Michael Kennan! Oh, that's justice! That is justice at the Amex Stadium! Burnley a level and deserve to be! Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, over and by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.